0: Vibers and welcome to the vibe with kai podcast it's your boy kai and i'm so excited to be sitting here with tiktoker and my friend somebody who has one of the most inspiring stories that i have ever heard uh on on this app i'm super excited to have my new friend cas Paulo here today super excited what's going on man it's so nice to see you it's nice it's nice to see you too Thank yeah you. man absolutely yeah really
1: appreciate
0: it absolutely no honestly thank you and and for those of you that don't know um Cass was was born in in some of the poorest areas of Haiti and when he when he was young he and his brother were captured by slave owners and became you uh, know correct me if I'm wrong if I'm pronouncing this uh incorrectly is it Rastavec
1: yeah Rastavec
0: Rastavec yeah um, and, and so for those of you that don't know, is, is, it's a Rastavak is a practice that falls under uh, the international guidelines of, of modern day slavery and, and child trafficking. Um, and so that he had to deal with that. And now today we're going to talk about his journey as a child all the way up through uh, through his life now and and, and and talking about how he just came to be the person that he is today. So Cass, thank you again for sitting with me, my friend.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me again. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I want to I want to dive right into this because this is so crazy. You know what kind of happened? Um, first and foremost, let me just tell people how you and I met because because it's just crazy. Yeah, <laughs> so so um, I don't normally do like on TikTok. There's these things called um, like like battles, right? Where you can like battle people and and all of that and i don't normally do battles but mm-hmm. i decided that i was going to do a battle one night and one of the people that i that requested to do a battle with me was cass and i was like oh okay yeah sure let's let's just do it and then we ended up just sitting there talking about just life and i was like wait this is like the coolest person <laughs> ever <laughs> and i'm so happy that i got to bump into you that night <laughs> i was surprised
1: that I- I thought the same thing. I thought, well, maybe he just wants to, you know,
0: battle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to talk. Like most of the time I just want to like just talk to people. Um but most of the time people just want to battle, which is fine. It's just like I like I don't mind battling. I'm like I just want to like talk. <laughs> you you want it to be like
1: interesting, like mm-hmm. you want an interesting conversation out of it, you, mm-hmm. you know, and like what got my eyes was that you and I, we were telling our stories and I was not expecting that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was, it was such a cool, like, it was such a cool moment. Uh, And it's actually really nice because for those of you that don't know, um, when you, after the, after about 10 o'clock PM, TikTok battles get weird. Like there's a lot of weird people (laughs) on there. (laughs) Nothing wrong with being, nothing wrong with being weird <laughs> right right but like like there were some like like after after i had battled you that day um i battled a couple other people and let me tell you it was the most absurd ridiculous battles i've had like there was one person that for five straight minutes they were just farting as we were battling that's all it what they just farted for five straight minutes
1: uh-huh
0: yep <laughs> yep and I was like I was like oh my god what did I get myself into (laughs) oh my god but 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 we got to like you said we got to like talking and, and I got to hear your story and I want I want and I wanted people to hear your story so let's start at the beginning here back to to I guess to whatever you can remember um what was life for like for you growing up in in Haiti from what you remember my, my life
1: in Haiti was a struggle. Growing up, I went through sickness. I was not getting like food. I was, um, homeless. And the other thing was that, you know, I was, I was just out here, not even, you know, knowing who my family was. And I was not even like, born in a in a hospital, you know. And So that made made like life hard on me. And it's a third world country. Honestly, the opportunity was not there for me. And then one day I was just living in this in the streets with my brother. And then after that, I didn't know what was about to happen. I just got captured in the um, child sl- child slavery, and after that, they they like forced me to work, like work I didn't want to do. And at the time, I was like I was like about three years old, and, and who who in the world would make a three-year-old do the things like that? when they're still learning about the world and, you know, they're, you know, they're not even like developed yet. Mm-hmm. So that was the struggle I was going through. Yeah. So with that, I was like working, doing things like errands. I was like a, I was like a kitchen slave. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing was, they say the rest of it is supposed to be family given given um, a person their kids or another person to uh, like a stranger or another family, but they don't know what what are some of the consequences out there out there you know like some of some of the consequences are like they don't really get the education like they should um, they don't always get fed wow and they're, they're not always getting the, the nicest people out there so it was a struggle with that and then I I got branded on my left arm right here. It's a spot. I don't know how good you can see it, but that's where it is. And it was the name of the slave owner. Wow. And like, if you didn't listen to that person, you'd get beat. beat and, you know, things like that happened to many people that went through that struggle and I was one of the people that experienced that.
0: That's crazy like and and how scared were you you know as this was going on like how like how did you just get through the day because I would imagine you would just be frightened like to 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 go through this every day how scared were you? I was honestly
1: I didn't understand at the time because because I was like really little, but I was I was scared because I was um, I was not where I was supposed to be, and honestly, I didn't even know where I was. I I didn't even know that was um, that was my life at first. And thankfully, though, a missionary who was a lady rescued me from that situation and after that the brand got off of my arm right here and um they like they like covered that mm-hmm. thing so they would not see the name of the person oh. who owned me so Um, so yeah, that, and then after that, the missionary paid 60 bucks to get me out. I don't know how she,
0: she did that, (laughs) (laughs) but like, I would imagine when, what, do you remember how you felt when you found out that you were being, I guess taken out of that situation do you remember how you felt when you when you finally learned that you're not gonna have to do that work anymore and be you know in that slave in that slave trade
1: um I think I think at the time um I was still like scared because you know I was I was supposed to be like sold again to cool another slavery so I didn't know what was about to happen because she got me for 60 bucks and I thought uh and I was thinking oh I don't know where I'm going I don't know where I'm going so I had Mm -hmm. no idea what was about to happen yeah thankfully she did that and um she put me in an orphanage,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that was that was that was better. But I still struggle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was not getting beat or uh, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But we were still still struggling to get food, and right. there right. was any kid to like. Um, there were many kids to take care of, and honestly, I don't know if I would have lived in that situation either because I was not getting what I needed, just like
0: in the child slavery. Mm-hmm. That's that's so scary, and and so in in addition to what you were going through there, um, were you also at the time you know hearing impaired? Um, or did that happen later uh yes mm-hmm. yeah we
1: we me and my family adopted family we don't know what happened to my hearing it's either it's either I was born with it because my my other family was which is my um biological family mm-hmm. was sick and going through the same struggle as me in Haiti. Or or it could have been that I was born hearing and then I went through the sickness and you know lost lost all all my hearing. So mm-hmm. I lost I'm at lost some of it, not all of it, but right. I can still I can still hear people, hear people, but um at the same time it can be like a struggle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you so not only um are you hearing impaired, but English isn't your first language. So how difficult was it for you to communicate? your needs and, and, and your wants and your feelings to other people.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard at first communicating with people in English was not easy. So after, after being adopted, there were many things I struggled with. Playing with other kids, school, um, Relationship with people, talking, all of those things I struggled with. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, when when you were young, I guess how aware of you were that all of this was kind of like happening. Like, like is it one of those things that you like as you got older, you realized? you know, more of what was actually happening? Or did you really kind of know what was going on in the moment? I mean,
1: it took me, it took me a long time to understand what was happening in this world. Um, Honestly, it was just that I, you know, I didn't know much because of those struggles I went through and you know, I didn't think I could do many many things because of those struggles. So yeah, it, it was it was a struggle, just like trying to get into the American culture, mm-hmm. learning about the opportunities that I have in life. I mean, I did things you you know that you would not. Normally do. And I got some um, funny stories. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you, do you, I remember you were, you were mentioning that you and your brother were caught. Do do you know what, like, where's your brother now? Do you know? Uh, my brother, he's still in Haiti. Mm-hmm.
1: And we, we don't know our parents. Mm-hmm. Both, both of them are dead though. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I think he, he knows my parents more than I do, but Mm -hmm. I don't know my parents at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Would you ever, would you ever go back to Haiti or have you been? I have not been back. Mm
1: -hmm. um, Yeah. I have not been back since 2005. Mm -hmm. Okay i was adopted yeah yeah would
0: would you ever go back
1: um i'd yeah i would i would go back just to like help haiti mm-hmm. and try to influence more people that they can do it in life you know um mm-hmm. that that's why i have this um shirt on that yeah.
0: to survived. survive and thrive like here yeah i love that the i love that business so mm-hmm. i have
1: that to like tell people you can do
0: it right right that's um it's it's fascinating because like i think a lot of times people take things for granted um growing up you know in an area of privilege you know like like for me like i grew up in an area of, of privilege where i didn't have to deal with anything you know mm. even remotely close to that and i hear stories like this and it really puts things into perspective um by realizing it's like man there are there's are some crazy things happening out there in the world uh that are still happening to this day um and and there are survivors there are people surviving you know mm. um you know, are trying to survive these horrific conditions and it it made you who you are today. And I, I want to talk about, you know, your like the adoption process. So like so you got sent to the orphanage and then you got adopted, right? From there. Yeah. And what was what was that process like for you?
1: Um at the time I didn't know I was adopted. Yeah and I didn't even know that it was like white people. (laughs) Yeah. I was like um, confused at the time. Mm -hmm. And like the adoption took a long time for my parents, adoptive parents, because they had to do so many things, like
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, paperwork, well, they had to try to find like a interpreter because I didn't speak English mm-hmm. they had to try to find like a like a body guard mm-hmm. and a taxi driver too mm-hmm.
0: so, it, w- it was a hard it was yeah. a hard time. yeah do you remember when you first came to the United States yes and- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway yeah um me coming in the the us it was it was still a struggle <laughs> yeah I'm sure I'm sure so the first time I got here it was um Miami mm. well, mm-hmm. and my first food was
0: pizza <laughs> that's my favorite that's that's my second favorite food I like pasta and I like pizza well I don't really really eat it yeah I don't really eat it because yeah. of lactose
1: intolerance ah uh, <laughs> right right anyway so so yeah that was my first food uh huh. As a starving kid, I ate like a full box of
0: pizza. <laughs> I'm not getting... <gonna laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And and that's that's and. Before we continue with our interview, I wanted to let you know that the official Vibe with Kai Patreon is finally here. For only $5 a month, you'll get full access to things you won't find anywhere else on the internet. This includes mental health updates, brand new Get More Girls recaps and reviews, TV show recaps and reviews, movie recaps and reviews, fitness photos, and early access to so much more. Visit the Vibe with Kai Patreon and you too can get your vibe on. Subscribe today. I could, I would imagine, like it was just kind of. If anything was like, was there like a big culture shock too when you got here? And you're just like looking around, be like, what is happening in this world? Yes, what is happening? And
1: the other thing that I did was, so I didn't know about the about the like going going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought you know, I I can just go Mm -hmm. anywhere I wanted to go Mm. to the bathroom and I went to pee
0: in a planter (laughs) did they stop you they're like wait no 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 no. don't do that my adopted parents parents, they they were both like
1: looking looking they said where's Cass (laughs) oh my god (laughs) <laughs> oh, me and said oh here's that kid now, now we see him <laughs> and they're like oh no teach this kid how to use the band yeah
0: yeah how old were you at this point um I was about six at the time six, seven. yeah, six. yeah. So I didn't understand
1: it's because in Haiti we were so so used to Going out outside mm-hmm. the bathroom and doing not really toilets to use. Right. So
0: that's what I
1: use outside.
0: <laughs> and and so so you get here to the United States. You um you have um this this white family with the mom and a dad and, and mm-hmm. two two sisters. Am I correct? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And two sisters. Um what what was that what was that like for you like as as you were as you were growing older and starting to realize sort of what was kind of i guess going on um what was life for you like growing up in the united states with a white family knowing that i guess you weren't you didn't look like them you're not from the area that they were from you know what was that realization like so what it was like um before
1: you know, I like noticed things. I we flew back to Ohio, where I am, um, Sandusky, Ohio, Home of Cedar Point, baby, Home yes. of Cedar Point.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, and I still had more struggle with life. This time, another funny story was um cheese cheese i thought cheese was so good yeah that one night i decided to get out of my room and we had a like a block <laughs> bowl of it and i i ate all of it and the next day i was not feeling good and oh no <laughs> Did, you learn, did uh-huh. you learn your lesson and sure enough I did because the next day I couldn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> You're like what is happening to my
0: body right now?
1: <laughs> but anyway, life growing up with a white family they were they are great people. They gave me so much um, opportunities. And they want me to be the best that that I can be, but the problem was that I was still struggling with
0: mm-hmm.
1: like um with America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I didn't know that was my like my family. I thought, oh, well, maybe i maybe I will go back to Haiti. Mm-hmm. and and then I question why don't we have this same skin color and my my parents told me you're adopted i didn't know what what yeah, <laughs> right meant. and yeah that and my both of my sisters are like almost about 10 years older than i am so so it was. Like I didn't really like get to see them all the time because um, after like high school, they both went to college, mm-hmm. and I was like still in middle school, elementary school, high right. school. So, but other than that, we are fine with each other. We um, we are positive people. Mm-hmm and growing up i had problems with like my speech mm-hmm. hearing and many other other things in life so i had to try to get used to the american culture mm-hmm. and make the best of it
0: right when did you when did you learn sign language? Um, I learned sign language uh, about
1: yeah 20, 2019. It was the fall fall of twenty nineteen. So, yeah. So it's when I I got into Gallaudet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, and, um before that, I never knew what sign language mm-hmm. was right um was it hard was it hard for you to learn yes it, it was hard because me i have a learning disability um also i have um ptsd <laughs> yeah, yeah the other thing is hearing loss so it was a struggle growing up, and um, my parents both found out I was hard of hearing um, when I was really little. So yeah. so then at the time we checked my ears, both of them, and um, I had loss in both ears.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's when we knew I needed Hearing aids,
0: yeah, um,
1: but but it was like like not that bad because mm-hmm. I thankfully I can still I can still hear people. Mm-hmm. It right. just
0: like,
1: I can't hear like the more it's more like I'm not as good as hearing the high pitch mm-hmm. and um,
0: like little sounds. Mm-hmm right right well, so so I, what i want to one of the biggest things that you discovered for yourself was football right uh you you discovered football uh when did that happen when did you when did you discover football and and when did you decide that that was something that you wanted to pursue
1: um my family they're big big michigan
0: fans yeah <laughs> michigan or michigan state Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> yeah, I always want to make sure I clarify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes,
1: because they graduated from Michigan. Mm-hmm. My um, grandparents graduated from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Aunts, uncles, um, cousins, and friends, they all graduated from there. So, I always had had a dream of going there but you, you know my parents always told me I don't care where you go as long as it's not Ohio state
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know you're going to you're going to you're going to be very very upset with me right now um, I am. I am an Ohio State Buckeye fan. I am. I'm so sorry. Don't hate me. Don't hate me. See that before? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it, it took about ten years
1: for Michigan to win a <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I'm a. I'm a big. I'm a big Ohio State fan. So don't hate me. Okay. <laughs> as long as you're a good person, I am. I I promise.
1: That. <laughs> so that that really got me into mm-hmm. football we we watch a, a lot of sports we like it um at first I didn't because I didn't understand it <laughs> and right right where the other stories come in um my first sports was soccer mm-hmm. i I tackled people. <laughs> Football. Oh no. Um, I also did did wrestling. Mm-hmm. I did um baseball. I tackled people in that <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> You're like, no, you're not supposed to tackle, stop. No, don't do that. I tried I tried basketball.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and then um, I didn't really like those sports. I mean, I like basketball, but I just didn't care for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So then, fifth grade, I found foot. I found football. Mm-hmm. And um, my first practice, I didn't make it because I was sick before we <laughs> went. To oh practice. no! And. Mm-hmm i was like i was really sad because because i was looking forward to it because it was not flag football
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i was looking forward to it yeah i was sick, so then i had to wait till like the next day and i came back and i was really excited yeah and practice was fun and all that i didn't really understand the rules but mm-hmm. first game i um i was not running back yet i was uh, playing o line mm-hmm. and linebacker and at the time my dad said last play of the game just run the just run the ball i don't care what you do just yeah. run the ball and so I, I ran the ball ball, and got the game-winning touchdown. Yes. That's when, when I felt like um, football was for me. Yeah. And um, I've made many connections throughout the sport, and I've met many people and that's how gal that found
0: me that's amazing and and so you started you know really taking it seriously and being like I want to I want to play football and so where where do you stand now with football like where 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 do you want, where how do you, where do you want it to take you now um well right
1: now i'm a like a red shirt a red shirt yeah mhm um I would, I would love to continue playing the game. Mm-hmm. What, what I want football to do for me is to help me continue to inspire those people that don't think they can do it in their life. So that's what I want to do, and that's also why I use TikTok um, and other social media it it really helped me, it really really helped me um, yeah. the best out of me
0: yeah and I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because uh you you have grown a lot on on mm-hmm. TikTok and you have close to 200,000 you know followers now on on TikTok and and that must be so crazy right like what is, what is it like to know that you have just like people that just like that that follow you that enjoy your work that enjoy hearing from you and all of that what's that like it's crazy It's a crazy <laughs> world we live in especially the connection mm-hmm. that's
1: being made um <laughs> honestly at first tiktok i thought was a joke <laughs> You know what? I'm not gonna make a TikTok. I would, <laughs> I would make one. <laughs> what happened? Well, we were, we were sent, we were sent home yeah. from my school, and um, told that we couldn't come back. We had to wait because of COVID mm. in 2020. Got home. Two weeks into that, I um, I was doing classes online and just working out, that's mm-hmm. all I was doing. And after that, the third week, still doing the same thing. I couldn't even go to my gym. So I decided, you know what, I hate to say this, why don't I try TikToks? See what it does for me <laughs> and then I told myself I said to myself listen Cass you're only gonna have this thing for about maybe a year and the, or a month and then you're finished with
0: that <laughs> nope I was <laughs> it's there it's there now it's part of your life my friend like it's all there <laughs> so i started like making some
1: videos okay videos but what what really got people's eyes was when when i started telling my story i talked about i talked about my adopted family mm-hmm family I met family and um, and people thought that was interesting right I don't, I don't
0: know why yeah because it's yeah. a fascinating story that's why yeah.
1: and you know they said that's so cool and that video ended up getting getting like 11 million views mm-hmm. and so that's when I decided maybe TikTok is not so bad.
0: <laughs> and now you get to and now you get to tell your story the way that you want to tell it um and people get to get to listen to it and 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 join you on this journey um which is amazing. And and you know I got to ask you one of the things you talk about a lot on your TikTok is that damn soap that that's, <laughs> <laughs> people, people are fascinated, people are fascinated with that soap, they want to know if you're eating it, they want to know what you're doing with it, they want to know if it's chocolate, they want to know all of it, and you just kind of go with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the thing about, about that is that when I, when I first got here, I thought soap was food, oh, right? You know, I ate it as a little kid, and my my mom saw it and said, "Why are you eating soap?" And I told her I thought it was. Oh no! <laughs> and then the other the other thing was, um, my dorm room, mm-hmm. it has brick walls. You you mm-hmm. know how um, prison has brick walls mm-hmm. like that, yeah. And I have you know the the wife beaters on when I go on
0: live. <laughs> right, right. Oh, he's in jail. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> <laughs> like he's TikTok, he's and live from jail right now. <laughs> yeah. And I
1: got out the soap one day and they said, drop the soap <laughs> and <I'm> like, What? <laughs> Eat the soap. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> I'm
1: like, what is happening here? And yeah. So I just started, you know, going going along with that and yeah. started laughing and making making jokes with my um soap. <laughs> and, and it's That's not amazing. it's not to the pe- it's not the people in jail, yeah. it's me. Right,
0: in fun of, in fun mm-hmm.
1: of myself.
0: Right, right. I think like, it's hilarious. What? I think it's so funny. Like, <laughs> just like people, because like you'll like people will comment, and then you'll just take their comment, and you'll just run with it. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. Like honestly, I'm I'm so I'm so happy that that our paths have have crossed. Um, and it, it's it's just so crazy that the because of TikTok and because of the internet um, we're able to just connect so easily and find new friends, uh, that we probably would not have met right. at all. And you and I just happened to meet by chance <laughs> one night. Um, and now, and now here we are, you know, um, and I, I get to listen to your story and, and, and hear and, and have people, you know, uh, understand your story and where you come from as well. If my last question to you is this, there might be somebody listening to this right now that is, you know, maybe they're in a situation in which they're scared or they can't find their footing or they don't know, you know, what's going to happen next in their life or, or whatever it may be. If you could give them any words of encouragement right now, what would you say?
1: From, from my struggle in life, I'd just tell them survive and thrive. That that's what I would tell them. Um, it it means you you can get through the thing that you're struggling with. Um, you need to continue continue. Don't stop now. And I always tell people, you know, um, it's okay to be weird. Be be yourself. Don't allow anyone that tell you what you can and can't do. And you know, many of my friends, family thinks I'm weird, but
0: I don't care. I
1: have fun with it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Weird is good. I'm I'm weird too, so I'm right there with you. (laughs) My my biggest fear
1: fear is that I if I'm normal then no one will will understand me. This so
0: I want to be weird i love it i love it that's the best thing my friend i'm so like this 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 i was look i've been looking forward to sitting and chatting with you for the longest time and now it's actually happened like it like it's and i know that the people that were in our lives that day are going to be so happy that this that this actually happened (laughs) that we actually like we we came through with it and all of that uh cast honestly thank you so much for for sitting with me today i'm so happy that our paths cross and this will not be the last time my friend we're officially friends now so like you can't get rid of me yeah yeah <laughs> i want to take you on in a foot race i want to race you that's what i want to do Bet, bet. <laughs> I'll, I'll lose i'll lose but i'll give a valiant effort i'm going to try
1: <laughs> did you play any sports back in your day too
0: yeah i played basketball i played i played basketball from uh gosh from elementary school until my junior year of high school Uh, I played baseball up until my sophomore year of high school Um, and I played football for one year and I sucked and I'm like, never again. (laughs) Hey, one year, you didn't, you didn't like give it a try. I got hit once, Cass. I got hit once and I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm not doing this. (laughs) But, but, but
1: you have, you have to like trust the process
0: you Mm
1: have to try to keep improving
0: i was scared Cass. i was so scared man i got hit once and i was like i don't know if i want to get hit again (laughs) hey hey, hey, i i agree with you yeah
1: you if you um if you really love football Mm -hmm. go for it if you don't or or you're questioning Mm -hmm. yourself don't don't do it because you can get hurt and mm-hmm. you don't want that. And honestly, college football, it, it, it can be a struggle. Mm-hmm. And whether you go D1, D2, D, um, D3, N-A-I-A, mm-hmm. JUCO, it's all a struggle. And everyone has, has some type of a struggle they're going through and mm-hmm. it's all in the head so yeah that's the thing you know i try to
0: continue to work on every right. day right well i'm going to be cheering for i'm going to be cheering for uh for you from the sidelines my friend i'll be nice and safe in my in my comfortable seat on the <laughs> sidelines cheering you on
1: don't
0: pull a hammy. <laughs> no, I might. I'm old. I might. You never know. If I sleep the wrong way, my I, my body is just screwed. So <laughs> uh, honestly, Cass, thank you so much for for sitting with me. My friends, if you want um, to, to hear more of Cass' story, I have um, his social media links uh, down at the bottom of, of the description of this podcast. Uh, so go follow him. I promise you, you're not going to regret it. This is a good man over here. He's a good man over here. And I say so. I wouldn't lie to you, my friends. I wouldn't lie to you. Uh, Thank you, Cass. Thank you again for sitting with me. And to everybody listening, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. As always, God bless and good vibes. Bye.